Hello and welcome to Redgate and Wolf. We're a Monster of the Week actual play podcast. I am your host and keeper, Sarah, and I am joined today by Sean. Hello, I'm Sean. I play Angus McRae, the Monstrous. Awesome. And Celeste. Hello, my name is Celeste. I play Marie Redgate, the Crooked. And our special guest, Rosie. Hey, everybody. I'm Rosenbagger, a.k.a. Rosie. You can find me on Twitter at Rosenbagger underscore UDG. And I am playing Jack Steele, the Initiate. Told you my Twitter. Also, I'm part of Untitled Dice Game, guesting today on Redgate and Wolf. When last we met, Marie's high school sweetheart had arrived on the scene with a warning that the algae was coming. The duo, now temporarily a trio, and Meadow do some investigating. Marie decided to follow that old adage of what doesn't kill you and poke the algae with a stick again. The algae was of course provoked and gave Angus one hell of a hickey. Jackson used his magic willy-nilly and harassed an unemployed psychologist and her son. And we pick up where we left off in Dr. Bloomfield's house said Doctor, having just blown algae into Jack's face. And you did give me a weird roll. Okay. <laughs> it's an eight, so it's not great. Okay. You blink just in reflex and sneeze as some of it has gotten up your nostrils. A few moments later, you start to hear whispering. You kind of shake your head. You think you hear a few words. Spread consume kill before you shake your head and the whispering stops you uh no longer hear the whispering but you will take a minus one ongoing for anything that has to do with the algae great uh out of character is this like a spirit or a curse or a it was a custom move Hmm. and she's just smiling at you like yeah did you hear it what was all that then? It wants to spread, consume, and kill. And I kind of like put my hand on the hilt of my sword and I ask her very seriously, why do you want to protect it if this is what you hear too? I protect all of my children. Even the murderous ones? They're the ones who need the most help. They need a mother's love. And it's at this point you hear the front door slam open. And Deputy Beta comes running in with Tomato hot on his heels. Oh, great. This ought to be good. I tip out the back door. Bring Meadow along. And anybody else. It's now our time to leave. Act under pressure. All of us? Yeah, sure. All of you who are leaving. Seven, okay. Reflexes, man. Nine for me. That's seven. Hmm. Jax, you can either get out or Beto can get out, but not both of you. I get Meadow out, kind of dragged her into this. And she's still got the drug paraphernalia, so. Yeah. For Angus and Marie, any suggestions? That went so well last time. We escape. Oh, you're not going to escape. Great, I have to kill Meadow. I can think of one price to pay for Marie, but she's not going to like it. <laughs> Ooh, a date. Yeah. Marie, you are seen by Deputy Mater as you make your way out, but he does not move to pursue you. You know you'll probably have to pay for that later. That's a problem for later, then. Yeah. You don't have to warm up those eyelashes. Angus tries to run out, but he ends up bouncing off a very tall pile of magazines, and they fall atop of him. Deputy Mater stumbles his way into the room, picking his way over the spilled botany magazines, and he says to the two of you, uh, well, uh, Tomato gave me a call, and he says that you've uh, been harassing his mother, and why does that I smell? So, who, who's still here? Jax, you, and Crazy Lady. Tomato, she hasn't brought you into this, too. You haven't heard the voices, have you? No, no, that, no, just, just, mum, she's on medication. I, I want him arrested. Um, he has a sword. He was intimidating me. He's doing weird shit. And, and he's been obviously disturbing my mother. 
Oh, for good reason, Deadly. Angus picks himself off off the ground and kind of dusts himself off. I think there's been some kind of misunderstanding. So you haven't been in here harassing this woman? Of course not. We've been in here asking her questions about some local plant life. She seems to be quite the expert. I figured you'd know about that. Bullshit! They they were intimidating me and I told them, like, I I told him, and Tomato points at Jackson, not to go into the house and um, he's trespassing. But the other one, and there was someone else here, but but she's not here anymore. I, I don't know who she was. Anyway, the other one, the other guy, I told him to come in and, and get rid of him. Aye. So I, I really only have a problem with that one. And he points at Jackson. Well, here I am. I'm here to get rid of him, as you say. Let's go, Jackson. We're leaving what I wanted here. Angus kind of takes Jackson by the shoulder and kind of pushes him, drags him, walks him uh, towards the exit. Give me a manipulate roll there, please, Angus. It's your turn to flutter your eyelashes at... You might have to kiss him. Get Jackson out of this one. Oh. <laughs> that would be a four. Not a very good kisser. It's going to have to be a deep kiss. He's got that beard. So Deputy Mado puts his hands out and he's like, Well, hold on now. I, f- I think I better take him to the, to, the, to the sheriff's office and we'll talk to Sheriff Winters about this. Because, I mean, that is a sword, and it smells funny in here, and he was trespassing. It's a letter opener. Oh, I really have not seen the state of this place. Clearly the smell might be related to that. Hasn't been cleaned in quite a while. And I don't think he needs to go down to the sheriff's office. Clearly, he just came here to speak to the young lady here. But I'm here now. I'll take custody of him. He was here to harass my mother after I tried home not to. He's such a dick. Oh, I... Deputy Mater kind of kind of puffs up his chest as Angus is talking and gets up in front of his face and he's like, "Well, you listen here. I'm the sheriff's deputy, um, and and I, I'm the law in in this this uh, town. So he is coming with me to the sheriff's office to answer some questions. And I would appreciate if you would know your place, sir." It's all right, Angus. You you catch up with the others. I mean, the other person uh, who was here. You, you catch up with them. Sure, I'll be all right with this one. All right, officer, I'll follow you down there. Uh, he has to insist on you coming in the car with him, so he, he gestures for you to hop into his patrol car. The back seat, of course. With his sword. Confiscates the, score, the sword. Oh, I'm not going to allow that. Before, if, if he goes to confiscate that, I, uh, on our way out, towards the car say uh say your name's mater right uh yes sir do you know and i described the guy that i saw in my vision you don't know if it was a guy you just saw feet well describe the feet damn i thought i saw more i am going to describe the area to him and the feet and the algae the algae that was where the algae gator attack happened Mm-hmm. I'm going to describe that area in detail. Uh, Sheriff, you know, I imagine you've, you've grown up around this area and you've put a lot of time and dedication into you know, keeping this here town of Hendrix as safe as can be, correct? Uh, yes, and Sheriff does have a nice ring to it, but I must correct you there, sir. I'm the Sheriff's deputy. Deputy, excuse me. Sheriff's deputy, Mater. Uh, please, please duck your head, sir, as uh, you enter the vehicle. Can I manipulate him into taking a moment to hear me out before we go anywhere? You can certainly try, Charm. Yeah. You can tell he likes to talk. What's the result? I'm going to use that luck point. Wow, okay. Hold on, let me, what's my luck move? You just want him to stop and listen to you? Well, yeah, well, because I don't want to get arrested and have him take all my stuff. When you spend a luck, something goes wrong for your sect, an ill-advised project or a disastrous operation. It might be your fault or due to the sect's bad traditions. Okay. So he gives you a a moment before he loads you into the car, and he's like... Well, I guess uh, part of the manipulate was not only to hear me out, but like also not put me in the car. Ah, oh, well, you didn't say that. I thought I, I mentioned that I don't want him putting me in the car or taking my stuff. 
I want him more concerned with the well-being of the, the town. Okay, so what is it you were saying to him that, again, specifically? Well, Sheriff Deputy, I'm sure you know who this lady is and what she used to do. But tell me, have you looked down into the river? Have you seen what's been growing there? Well, I have. And I show him my arm. Oh, that does look nasty. And you're saying that this was caused by the uh, algal bloom? 100%. I had a vision last night. Uh, you might lose them at that point. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry, uh, our vision? I had a vision last night of this algae. I'll need you to follow me out to this location. Uh, and you're, you're going to you're gonna have to trust me on this one. But I think there might be a missing person that this algae has consumed. It's gone after me. It's gone after Marie. And I think that if anyone else gets near that water, it's going to go after them. Now, look, I know what can kill it. It, it went after Miss Marie? It went after Marie. Uh, almost killed her. Oh, well, I, th- I, think you better, I think you better take me there right away. I, I need to invest it, investigate this and report back to Sheriff Flinches. Uh, Deputy Sheriff, uh, with all due respect, sir, but I don't know if you're capable of handling such things, but I know what you can do. You can send word out to make sure that nobody goes by that river. And uh, me and my friends will take care of this. No, me and my associates will take care of this. And he kind of looks you up and down, and he realizes that you're in a very expensive suit, well-tailored and everything. And he's like, well, I I suppose I could uh, spread the word, especially because uh, the uh, children and teenagers seem to enjoy swimming in the river. It would be good if they didn't do this while this uh, deadly... Uh, algae was loose in the river, I will also inform the sheriff. Um, but yeah, so we'll give you a few days before uh, we'll have to investigate it ourselves. It's more than enough time, thank you. We'll, uh, my team of scientists will remove the uh, its presence. It's, it's quite dangerous. We don't want anyone getting infected. Oh, oh, certainly, certainly. And um, uh, I just have to please if you could stay away from the Bloomfields and their residents. That that would be uh, most appreciated. The who? The Bloomfields. This is their home that you were trespassing on, sir. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, I don't think I'll have any reason to get back here. Uh, although, keep an eye out on that tomato character. Uh, I don't think this home is safe. Uh, Will do, sir. Um, And good luck. We're all counting on you. And he hops back into his patrol car, gives you a little salute, and drives off. Angus, who was staying there the entire time. I can't believe that worked. Well, you don't know what I had to do in order to make it work. And uh, you see, like, blood starting to drip down his hand uh, from underneath his suit jacket. His expensive suit jacket. Yeah, it's an expensive suit jacket. Was. Perhaps we should get you some medical attention. You appear to be a leak-in. And I look down at that. Oh, that? Oh, this? It's nothing. Meadow and Marie have run out of Dr. Bloomfield's house, and Meadow starts skipping. Uh, yes, Marie will grab a hold of Meadow's hand and skip alongside her. Ah, this is nice. We should do this more often. Yeah, you know, I don't know if we're really going to have the chance. Oh? Because after we deal with this and we get the car fixed, we're probably going to leave. The evil's still here. Well, yeah, no, like, once we deal with that, then we'll go. Okay. When you're finished with all of the evil, then you can go. You know, when you say it like that, Meadow, it sounds like there's more than just the um, just the river. How much evil exactly is there in Hendrix? Like chocolate. <laughs> cool. Do you want to investigate a mystery, or what are you going for here? Yeah, let's uh, let's investigate stuff. That's neat. One question. It's probably only one question you can ask, actually. 
Yeah, what is being concealed here? Chocolate comes in lots of flavors, just like evil. Cool. Evil's like a box of chocolates. You never know what you're going to get. There are not different flavors of chocolate. There's only chocolate. Chocolate is a distinctive flavor. You can add things to the chocolate to change the flavor of the chocolate, but it's still chocolate. Welcome to Rosie's Rants and Rays, where we talk about <laughs> what flavors are chocolate. Well. Technically true, though. You can flavor chocolate, though. And there are always infinite new flavors that you can add to chocolate. You have, like, orange chocolate. Like, it's all infused flavors. So, like, the chocolate doesn't bring the flavor, but the flavor is altered by another ingredient. That's true. And white chocolate is not real chocolate. Oh, but I love white chocolate. My chocolate's sick. But you can leave when it's all gone. The chocolate? We're not even here, so... That's why I'm ignoring you right now. Chocolate of the week. Damn it, guys. It's all it's chocolate up to be. No, that doesn't work. On that very happy note with Meadow, keep going to the tavern. When you arrive, you find... Chocolate. The whole bar has been overcome with a cacao scent. It's almost as if it's a chocolate bar now. Oh. When you guys arrive at the heaven, you find um, Kelly Delaney standing there waiting for you. That was the mom? That was the mom. Whose mom? Your mom. The girl that we may or may not have killed. Her mom. Oh. But we mean... (laughs) Yeah. About a week going on in there. And she wasn't her mom. She was adopted. Allegedly. Adopted mom. (laughs) Parents of adopted children are still their parents. Uh, Hey, Kelly. Thanks for looking to the tavern. And Mito just goes spinning off into the center of the bar. Kicks her shoes off along the way. Into usual Mito mode. Uh, Kelly looks over at you, Marie, and her shoulders stiffen, and she says, Oh, it's you. It is me, um, and then it's you. I haven't seen you since the night you and your friend promised to find my daughter for me. She's still missing, by the way. Yeah, I, uh, I, I heard about that, you know, after getting out of the hospital. That, that must suck. You think? Uh, anyway, are you, like, are you, are you working? Are you just hanging out, or? I was just minding the bar while Meadow was out. I'm going to go back into the kitchen now. She pushes the door open and she pauses for a moment. She looks back and she says, I know that you stopped Madame Devora, and that's a good thing, but not until my daughter is returned to me will I, I be happy. Walks through the door and the door swings shut behind her. Meadow kind of spins around and says just randomly, Pickles are just drunk cucumbers. You didn't kill anyone. I don't think I've killed anyone, but th- thanks. She doesn't respond. She's just twirling around. Oh, God. All right. What should we do next? Well, hopefully Jack's is healing. Are you heading home? Are you giving Angus a ride? No. No. <laughs> On his bike? I know. No. Sorry, bud. It's just not going to work out. Not only would that be a very, very comical (laughs) thing to see uh, size-wise, but no. No nuts to butts. Suit yourself. You know the way back? Uh, I I think I'll walk. So, Angus, on your way back, uh, see if you can go down to the hardware store and maybe fetch me uh, some, or fetch us some weed killer. And get one of those, uh, I don't know what they're called, but my dad used to have them when he would spray fertilizer everywhere. It's like these big canisters, and you pump them up. Uh, here, this ought to cover it. And I just throw him a roll of 20s. Angus catches the money. Just kind of gives Jackson a look of long-suffering. I'm not a delivery boy, but I, I'll go check and do the work. All right, we'll see you back at the bar. And I bring him off. So, Jackson, you uh, pull your bike up in the car park outside of the Watchtower Tavern, and you kind of clamber off and stagger your way inside. 
Meadow's dancing around pretty much how you found her when you first entered this tavern, ignoring you completely at this point. And Marie is sitting at the bar, rustling around with a first aid kit. She also has a drink beside her. I'm going to go up to Marie and, uh, like, as she's going through the kit, I am going to grab myself a bottle. Because uh, I feel like we're close enough with Meadow now that we can just do that at her bar. Uh, so I grab myself a bottle too. Uh, and while well, I'm going to grab myself a uh, a glass and pour me a drink and ask Marie, uh, you think there's enough bandages in there for the both of us? No, probably. It seems well stocked. Well, if you need any more, I think I have something uh, that I got from my sect that may be able to, to, to do a little bit more uh, on the healing if you need it. Uh, I'm not really sure, but they said that it could help if anyone gets hurt. I don't really know if I want anything to do with that. Fair enough. Uh, you know where to find me. And I take the bottle and the glass upstairs with some bandages. Sean, do you want to bother role-playing your trip to the hardware store, or do you want to just say you find what you need? I'm going to say for the sake of brevity, we'll just assume I find what I need. Yeah, and the whatever that pump-action dispersal system is. It's called a sprayer, but yes. You can probably have enough money there to buy a couple if you want. Yeah, I'll pick up three. Just got to make sure we don't cross the streams. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, all the sprays. When you make your way back to the tavern. And you find exactly what Jackson found, except I'm sure Maria's probably a little bit further into a drink. Oh, I see you made it back okay. Yeah, I see you had a bit of a shopping spree. Aye, Jackson gave me some money. Picked up some weed killer, as well as these spray bottles. I got three. Well, wasn't that nice of him. Uh, he's up in his room if you want to, I let him know, drop things off. I don't know. Why? First, how are you doing? I saw you got a little tore up by the algae when you're in the woods. Uh, Keeper, how am I doing? How, how much would I have healed? Uh, I'll say one. I, I'm doing. I'm doing okay. How about yourself? You um, kind of got you, you know, like around the neck area. <laughs> yeah, um, Angus has probably the world's largest hickey <laughs> right this moment. Well, I'll be fine. Surely my morning will be healed. It just got me a little bit around the neck. You're doing fine there. I'll go upstairs and drop this off with Jackson and see how he's doing. He looks a little worse for wear. Yeah, he said something about something his, I don't know, cult gave him. So he'll be fine. Angus hesitates for a second. What do you know about this cult that he's into? Not a whole lot, and I don't really want to know. Sounds a bit like a ghost story. You better start believing in them. You're living in one. Oh. Was that an in-character or an out-of-character? No. Out-of-character. Yep. There's things that go bump in the night and, um, you know, do what we can to stop him. He's going to grab her drink and head up to her room, leaving this conversation. And I walk away. <laughs> that went pleasantly enough. And I guess makes his way up to the honeymoon suite and knocks on the door. Before you make your way up the stairs, Meadow, who's still like staring at her fingernails now that are up over her head, spinning around, and she stops mid-spin and just says, the dead don't sleep, before continuing her spin. Well, that was weird. What was? You just said, never mind. Okay. So you head upstairs to the honeymoon suite. Jackson. What does your magic look like that he's walking in on this time? So uh, if I'm doing magic to heal myself, I would just be uh, hovering my hand and just kind of muttering to myself as you see the tattoos on my arm just kind of make their way towards the lacerations left by the algae. He's wearing clothing though, right? Oh no, shirt's off back on the tattoo table. Yeah, I'll roll for that. Yeah, there you see a bloodied shirt on the floor between the door and the table. I would say that 13 is pretty good. Yeah, that, that is a success. So when you use magic, you can heal one harm from an injury or cure a disease or neutralize poison. So I guess I heal one. It's just as you're finishing up when Angus walks in and sees this. 
display. So yeah, you see my tattoos just go back to their original places. My eyes turn from black to normal color. And and what is a normal color? Uh, they are a dark, like a silver, like grayish color. And I say, uh, did you get what we need? Angus kind of loudly dropped the weak killer on the floor and sets the canisters down, the sprayer canisters. I thought I did. So kind of waves his hand towards uh, Jackson. Do you want to talk about this? I look at him and say, uh, do you want to talk about this? Uh, and I just like have the silver knife there. You gave me an odd look earlier. Or we could move on with the plan. Uh, at some time, I think we're going to have to have a conversation. What is the plan then? Well, when we were at that crazy lady's house, she blew the algae into my face. Yes, she's crazy, but she's not lying when she says the algae has talked to her. When the algae got inside me, all it was saying, it was repeating, spread, consume, kill. I think the algae's just trying to devour everything. Seems like the only way we can kill it through that and fire. So I think we just have to go have to go out to it. I don't know if there's a source. I just think we have to get it all. So just a recap. The strange lady blew algae in your face. You heard voices and you want to kill all the algae now. Yeah. I'm good with it. Fair enough. How do we locate the source? The source is where my vision showed me. There seemed to be a, a large pile of it. There wasn't too much at the bridge, which was downstream. So I imagine that the source is further upstream. Y'all haven't told me what you saw, but I do know that you encountered some. Uh, did it seem like there was a lot where you were? Oh, aye. It encroached upon the riverbanks, as well as got to the land itself. And Marie, in her infinite wisdom, decided to poke it with a stick. And it attacked us. But before that, Marie, of course, was looking into the water. And a large, what appeared to be the algae, jumped out. It seems that indeed the source is further up the river. But we do not know how long, how far it is. Well, perhaps we could start there and see where it goes. Uh, let's go ahead and start filling these up. I'm sure Marie will walk in any moment. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Okay, Marie, so you decide to, for some reason, I'm sure you'll come up with a reason, head up to the honeymoon suite, open the door, and see a shirtless Jackson and a big burly Angus pouring weed killer into the spray bottle. I'm sure I've put a shirt on by now. You never mentioned it. Well, I've put a new shirt on. Walk in, grab the bottle that uh, Jax had taken earlier and pour it into the glass that I still have. I'll just sit down and watch them. I'm not going to offer to help. Oh, buddy. Might have you to join us. You know, I figured I'd make sure you guys are playing nice. Can you hand me that bottle? And I just point, like, generically in your general area. Yeah, sure. Hand him a bottle. Was it a bottle of liquor or the bottle of the weed killer? I'm assuming liquor, because the weed killer's, like, by the door, right? Pick one. I hand liquor. <laughs> No, not that. I meant the weed killer. Uh, take a swig of the bottle because I have it. I'm I'm one for a daytime drink, Marie. But we we got yeah quite a quite a beast to take down tonight. Are we doing that tonight? Did you have a lot of plans, Marie? I figured we could sleep on it and then deal with it in the morning. But um, sure. Hand him the weed killer. I go back to like filling up the other bottle. And uh, fill you in on the plan. So, Marie, what we're going to do tonight is we're, we're going to go back out to where y'all were before, and we're going to use this here weed killer spray every bit of algae we can. And uh, if you have anything that can make any sort of large fires, uh, now would be the time to tell us about it. You know, I, I'm going to go to the bathroom real quick. Um, I'll, I'll be right back go and i'll uh... are you using his bathroom or the bathroom in your room or the ensuite 
Or the guest room bathroom. So many choices. Anywhere but the floor. Hashtag anywhere but the floor. The closest one. That, that'll be the, one of the ones I presume in the honeymoon suite. And I'll, um, I'll take, out, take out Steve once I'm in there and the door is locked. You pull out your uh, imp stone. Mm-hmm. Was it use magic to, to activate them? Was that? That's weird. Ah, that's an eight. Okay, so pick a glitch. I don't know what that means. So the effect is weakened, which probably isn't relevant. The effect is of short duration. Also not relevant. You take one harm, ignore armor. The magic draws immediate or unwelcome attention. It has a problematic side effect. One of those last three. Ooh, your skin turns purple. (laughs) Uh, Immediate unwanted attention. There is a bright flash of light and a boom. (laughs) You guys can hear from the bathroom that Marie just went into. Oh. What does she eat? And Angus kind of gets up and creeps towards the door and kind of gives it a tentative rap. Marie, are you okay? <laughs> Did Steve appear? <laughs> yeah, the imp appears. He's sitting on the lid of the toilet seat, kicking his feet around. Hi! And he, ha- he, hasn't, he hasn't frozen time or anything again. He's just... Nope. <laughs> God damn it, Steve. What? But how big of a fire can you make? You said you can do fire. How big? Pretty big. Pretty big. Why? And Angus, you're hearing this through the door. <laughs> Angus, hearing this, assuming she didn't lock the door, she didn't say she did. I did lock the door. No, you didn't say you did. I'm pretty sure I did. Who doesn't lock the door? Come on now. Especially when you're about to boom like that. I know, right? Dang, girl. What did she eat? Marie, who are you talking to in that? Um, you know, Angus, don't worry about it. Um, just, go, just go back doing the weed killer stuff. I'll be right out. Uh, Do you want to manipulate him? Please. Roll to manipulate. Oh, my. Yeah, it's a 10. That's a success. Okay, so when you manipulate another hunter, if they do what you ask, they mark experience and get plus one forward. Only if you do what she tells you to do. So do I have a choice to do what she says? Yeah, I would would say you still have a choice, but I'm just telling you as the player, you get a benefit here. But only if you do what she says. Are you sure, Marie? Sounds like you're talking to someone in there. I have never been more sure of anything in my entire life. That's not very comforting. You know, just go. I'm kind of in a hurry. Just, just go. I mean, you shouldn't rush these things. <laughs> you could seriously injure yourself. And if you're talking to it as you're doing, I'm a little concerned. <laughs> and Steve, that's a weird name for it. Do you name each one? <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> uh, you know what I think is more weird is you hanging out here. <laughs> well, I'm obviously concerned. There was a loud bang and a flash coming <laughs> from the bathroom you just came from. I think any person would be concerned about that. And then I come over here and you're talking to some random thing called Steve. I'm not really sure what's going on. I'm gonna dismiss Steve. I'm gonna dismiss him. <laughs> He just shrugs and disappears. But he does hold up one little clawed finger to indicate one minute. Yeah. <laughs> this is definitely what dogs do when their humans go into the restroom. They <laughs> <I> do. <laughs> uh-huh. Angus, you do not get any of those benefits I mentioned because you didn't do what she asked you to do. Story of my life. It's so simple. You just had to leave. Worth it. <laughs> just very quickly pull open the door. Do we need to light a candle? (laughs) No, we don't need to light a candle. You need to learn to give people privacy, man. Kind of push past him. Oh, I have to wonder how this relationship didn't work out. Kind of follows behind. Yeah, do give a quick glance into the bathroom and see that there's nothing in there. 
or anything called save. And you all of a sudden realize she didn't flush. Or wash her hands. <laughs> yeah. Do you want a pandemic? Because this is how a pandemic starts. Take it, the Rona. It's like we do like nighttime, like sunset. It, I like sunset where we're rolling up to this spot. We've got all our gear. Are you walking, riding? Point out there's only one motorcycle at this point. Oh, I figured we'd take the van. Did I miss when you got a van? Is there the mystery machine or something? Meadow's van. Well, Meadow can have a van if you want. So that's what she was driving, like an old Volkswagen van. Sure. Yeah, Meadow lets you have her keys. She's not getting this van back. Is this one of your two vehicles? It is now. Unless we break it. I don't know if that's such a good idea. Perhaps Jackson should drive. I don't know. He's always been better with two wheels than four. I'm a pretty good driver. Yeah, don't let her fool you. She, she's quite adept behind the wheel. Oh, I, I've seen her driving firsthand. I don't know if I trust it. Not if you're in the same lane as I am, going the wrong way. I'm just going to get in the van. Start the engine. Chugging. I guess opens the sliding door and goes in and shuts the door behind him. Are you taking your uh, equipment with you? Yes, I was about to say that. I kind of load all the stuff in there. Do we have cool matching jumpsuits or? <laughs> I'm still wearing a cool suit, but like it's a different suit. It's still a really dark black suit, but this one has a different pattern on it. But you got to get like really close to see it. Uh, before we get to the uh, the river area, Marie's going to do a quick stop at the hardware store and just pick up two of the jerry cans of gasoline. Okay, sure. You're able to do that. Real quick, in and out. With whose money? Uh, you know, I think Marie will use her own money. So you're able to do that, and you hop back in the van, make your way over. You're barely on the dirt road when you realize that this algae has breached the dirt road. Cool. It appears the algae has reached the dirt road. Well, might as well pull over. It looks like we're going to have to make it on foot from here. And I put on a backpack. Like Ghostbusters. After I pump it up and, and get my backpack ready and just start spraying the algae as we walk. You, you've seen the ones, hopefully, uh, Angus got the one where like the, the pump is on the handle. So you just like pump, 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 spray. You've seen the ones. You know the ones I talked about, right? Yeah. No? Okay. Nobody else does yard work. Got it. Dude, I worked at a hardware store. I know what you mean. Okay, thank you. And I'm an American. I got you. Because Americans know all about poisoning plants. Oh, yeah. We're the best at it. Have you seen our environment? We don't care for it. Sure. Okay. So we'll say that uh, you're easily enough able to, like, spray a path along this algae. Are you heading anywhere in particular? Because you're fast realizing you probably don't have enough weed killer for all of this algae. Yeah, so as we begin to realize that, I'm going to suggest that, do we have any sort of rags with us? Bree has like a whole extra shirt, you know, that's at least 10 rags there. Let me get that shirt, and I start tearing it into strips. And I pick up a stick, and I wrap some of the strips around the sticks. Then I pour some of the gasoline on it. Well, no, first I dip the rags in the gasoline, and then... This seems like a really bad idea. So then I light it on fire. So you get gasoline all over your hands? No, not all over my hand. All all over the breath. It's safe, okay? It's... (laughs) If you're putting the rags in the gasoline and then pulling them out and then wrapping it, the, the gasoline-soaked rags around the stick, you're getting gasoline on your hands. I've done this before. It's safe. And I want to point out that it's not the gasoline that burns. It's the fumes from the gasoline. So as they rise, you say fumes. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I know. Well, okay, the rising fumes from his gasoline-soaked hands. Is that better? They're, they're not getting soaked. Well... It, they, I can dry them out on the ground. On the algae? No, on the path that we've made. Fair enough. Good call. So they're now covered in weed killer as well. Perfect. Now just go high five the algae. 
as you walk into the middle of this algae field, surrounded by the algae enemy, or where are you headed? Uh, as we get more surrounded, I feel like we're getting into a bad situation. Oh? So I'm going to put on my reading glasses. You better show them. <laughs> and fail another roll. Oh, a five. Okay. Put your eye out, or? Yeah, it turns out that I had good vision, and by putting on your reading glasses, it made it worse. Would anyone like to help out on that? No, because it's a five. They cannot help. No, actually, hold on. I should have had a plus one from doing magic successfully. So a six. So someone could, in theory, help you out there if anyone wants. What does one roll to help? Help out. Cool. Okay. Come on, Marsha. Who the fuck is Marsha? Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. From the Brady Bunch. Watch the Brady Bunch, man. So he gets a plus one, but you also expose yourself to trouble or danger with your seven there, Marie. Perfect. What could happen? So what are you asking there that's a hold one? What's the best way to protect the victims? The victims being? Us. <laughs> We're about to be the victims. <laughs> Although I do have a plan otherwise, actually. Well. The best way to protect the victims would be to get the fuck out of there, probably with using the equipment that you've been given, you know, to carve another path all the way back out to the van. I'm actually going to, uh, despite what the labels read, I feel like we should spray ourselves with the weed killer. I don't think that's safe. So I start spraying Angus with weed killer. That doesn't sound safe. And hope that you do the same for me, bud. Like, I know this is going to suck, but I think it's going to be more effective if we spray each other rather than spraying everywhere on the ground. It might help deflect them from us. I think the better option would be to stay in the car and driven until we couldn't drive anymore. But I just work here. And as I, as I start spraying that, and I'm also going to... Uh, I'm going to activate my sword. Uh, so one of the items that I have is a charm that is attached to my sword. Uh, it's an ancient charm. It looks a lot like this. For those uh, looking, it's a Katsushi uh, charm slash key ring thingy. It's a, uh, it's a symbol of the sect. And with this item, once a mystery, I can... Oh, and by the way, the way we did this is with the initiate, one of the things that the sect can have is magical items. And the way that Sarah has kindly allowed us to play this is I roll a D4 at the start of a mystery, and I get that many items. Not at the start of the mystery. <laughs> Period. Period. That was a one-time roll. That was a one-time thing. I'm not giving you lots of shit. Uh, I tried to work that in. But anyway, uh, one of the items I got was a sushi cat charm. And with this charm, I can imbue my sword with the weakness of the enemy, which in this case, I will imbue it with fire. Uh, so I activate the charm by going, as you would with any cat call. Yeah. And, uh... Get ready for a fight. So, we just sprayed ourselves down with <laughs> weed killer. Mm -hmm. the, a very, usually a very flammable substance. I, I just, just want to Are point they? out the, 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 uh, the flaw. In I did not know they were flammable. Um, yeah, they generally don't mix well with fire. Well, you guys better not do any fail rolls then. I, I couldn't help but point that out. <laughs> Let me see if there's any non-flammable weed killers. There's water-based ones, but they don't work quite as well. Which ones would Angus have bought? Probably the cheapest one he could find. Considering this is a, you know, kind of podunk town, I'm sure that it would take two weeks to ship anything, you know. Now that Angus has pointed out that uh, it is flammable, I might just imbue it in weed killer. Um. Or just say that it's, it's not flammable. Weed killer? Just say that. 
Sure. Angus bought the cheapest water-based, watered-down weed killer possible, and you have a flaming sword. Yeah, it could still be strong while being watered down. I mean, what could happen? The sake of the mystery. Eh. I mean, there's a body of water right there, so we'll be all right. Seems to be working on the uh, the path you had made, at least. So, can't complain. Mm. I mean, what kind of a conversation would Angus have had with the hardware still clear? I mean, I imagine Angus can read labels. And the giant one that has a flame and a big old red circle with an X through it would probably be an indicator. I mean, come on now. That's universal. Well, you wouldn't need gasoline if you were lighting fire to your weed killer. But anyway. I didn't think it would be lighting fire to weed killer. Do what you gotta do. Well, uh, the gas that comes off it is flammable. That's off gasoline. No, that's off Roundup. That is true. It's also a carcinogen. Which kills bees. Hmm. Don't tell Meadow. <laughs> well, anyway, the algae's going to consume the bees anyway. Okay, so you've made a path into the algae. You're now surrounded by algae. You've sprayed weed killer on just Angus at this point, from what I understand. You've imbued your sword with fire, and you've made some shirts torches using the gasoline right but they're not yet lit and you're all wearing pump action weed killer spray now i'm regretting not filling up one of these <laughs> can we tell if there's a certain concentration of the algae in a certain direction up the hills the river is coming down from the hills in the south there there seems to be more algae south it appears there's more algae towards the south in fact, it actually looks like it's rolling towards you like waves. The rolling hills. Looks like it's coming down with waves. Those rolling hills are the algae. I suggest maybe we get the higher ground. They can climb. You know, I'm probably going to be setting fire to a lot of things pretty soon here. Should we call Deputy Mater? Keep the fire department on standby in case the fire gets too close to town? What's up with you and Deputy Mater all of a sudden? Might be too late for that. I believe the boss music has started. Can I call Deputy Mater? <laughs> sure, you pull out your cell phone. And as you're uh, calling Deputy Mater, um, it takes a few rings before he finally answers. And he says, hello? Uh, hey, is this um, Craig Mater? Uh, yes, is, is that you, Miss Marie? Uh, it is. Okay, I don't have a lot of time to explain. Uh, get the fire department ready. We need to do some routine burning of the forest around the riverbanks it just in case it gets close to town might need to get that ready uh <laughs> now you've got to move for your friends in the force right yes just manipulating everybody i can act under pressure instead of manipulating him yeah classic marie hope you wash your hands Mm. Can I help out? How do you plan to help out while she's on the phone to the guy who uh, is trying to date her? Ooh, the rival. I say it's for the algae. So you yell out for the algae? Okay, give me a help out roll there, please. All right, uh, let's help out again. Uh, cool. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. Look at us, we're learning. <laughs> cool, I fell too. So you have to say it the Celeste way, though. Coup. Fuck you. Um, do we both mark experience, or... Uh... Yeah. Cool, so I get another move. An improvement, rather. So what happens is that Marie is on the phone. She's kind of fallen back a little bit, talking to Deputy Mater, and Jackson is further up the path. And he turns around to yell out, it's for the algae, just as a wave of algae rolls over him and smothers him, giving him two harm. Marie, you hear on the phone, uh, uh, Marie, what are, what are you doing with that man? And then <laughs> <laughs> a vine whips out and Slaps you across the face, sending your phone flying off in a random direction. You also take two harm. Oh, two harm from a slap? Okay, one okay. harm from a slap then. Okay. 
I, I assume Ancus was closer to Jackson, so... Yes. Seeing that the rolling wave of death has uh, encompassed him, he's going to jab a big old ham hand into where he last saw Jackson. Try and grab him by the scruff and jank him out. Seems like the weed killer worked. You need to give me a protect someone as you're trying to protect him from probably dying within this wave of algae. A nine, a mixed success. Ooh, so they suffer some or all the harm that I was going to take. Okay, so you grab him by the braid and yank him out of the <laughs> of the wall of algae that has now appeared in front of you. You take the two harm that he was going to get instead as you fling him behind you onto the ground. Oh, get back, Jackson. Appreciate it, mate. And I go to, like, slice at the wave that's in front of him now with my flame sword. You, you got to do the move, man. You got to form blazing sword. He's got to click the button, too. I also have minus one. Ultron. Now, was that minus one because you were... Why did I give you the minus one again? I can't remember. Because you blew algae into my face. Ah, yes. You're still ongoing. Yep. So you rolled an eight on the tough roll. Yeah, so that's two, three harm, and messy. So you inflict harm on the... <laughs> the algae. The algae kind of burns up and flies all over the place. You've effectively cut that all in half and you take another two harm. But you can see that even though you've cut a, a good swath of this algae down, there is just more coming behind it. It is like a tsunami of algae coming for you. Marie? Hmm. Does the algae, like, does it look like it would be susceptible to, like, spreading a fire or does it look like if there was a fire it'd be pretty localized and then, like sort of put itself out you don't know mm. what did we determine on the um weed killer was it flammable please don't kill my character <laughs> yeah. i don't recall did you guys go off water based in the end yes absolutely shit i mean you could just add an accelerant like the fucking gasoline we brought yeah, well, I was going to use the weed killer as a sort of flamethrower, but apparently it's not flammable, so. You're a girl, don't you have hairspray? Um, I want to summon Steve. In public? Uh, use magic. Yes. As you pull out your imp stone, uh, rub your thumb over it, cutting your thumb. Oh, it's a five. What are my rolls? Garbage. Marie, so while you're concentrating on trying to summon Steve, you do not notice the person who has snuck up behind you. They wrap a hand around over your mouth and grab you by the middle and whisk you away. Fucking cultists. I'm not dying. Good luck, guys. Y'all have fun. Obviously, we don't notice that. Well, unless you're turning to Marie, you probably don't notice. No, I'm probably focused. Where Angus is probably more focused on the wave of death. The tsunami of death coming for you, yep. Alright. Angus is kind of reach and grab uh, Jack. Gee, well, I can't remember the fucking name. Jackson again. Uh, just, I'm like, just around the, the back of the collar. Come on, we've got to go. And kind of dr- turns and kind of starts jogging backwards, kind of dragging him. And he just keeps, he just kind of bolts back the way they came up the path. Meanwhile, I'm just spraying away. Yep, so act under pressure. Whom? You, as you've grabbed hold of him and you're going to push your way through the algae to get back to the van as you are booking it. Oh. <laughs> At three. Yeah? What do you want to do there? That look point, buddy. Yes, want to spend some luck? Yeah, I'm going to spend some luck on that one. Awesome. So you get an instant success because of your weed-killered, covered bear legs and boots, I guess, since you're still wearing a kilt. Uh, you make your way back to the van, but the wave of algae is still making its way towards you. Jackson. I am still spraying this spray as much as I can. The weed killer? Yeah, the weed killers. What about your flaming sword? Where is that at the moment? 
like once I started getting drugged, I started put I put it back into its uh, sheath, I suppose. Yep. Mm-hmm. And it goes out. And what I'm going to do is instead of spraying out, I am going to spray up. So like we're getting the shower about us. And I am going to start chanting, doing magic. What kind of magic? What are you hoping for here? So what I'm hoping for is that I can bar a place or portal to a specific person or a type of creature. And I am going to call the place the shower that's about us. Okay. And the type of creature is the algae. All right. So roll for that. Oh, please don't suck. Don't forget you've got a minus one. Oh, it's still a ten. Okay. So you're able to create a kind of safe zone around you, Angus, and the van, which seems to be keeping the algae at bay for probably from what you know, about a half an hour. But the algae does make its way around the van, cutting you off from the road, which is when you also notice that Marie is not there. Oh no, Marie has been absconded by a villain unknown. What will become of her? Tune in, same wolf time, same wolf channel to find out. Celeste, Sean and I hope you're enjoying the exploits of this shifty duo and a forgiving our rule bending. Sometimes it's because of the rule of cool, while others it's because I've just forgotten what's meant to happen in the rules as written. Either way, we hope you find us fun and interesting. What would you do to have a character named after you? It's easy peasy. Find us on Twitter at Redgate and Wolf, all one word, and retweet our pinned tweet. Your name will be added to a list, and whenever I need a name for a character, I'll pick one from there. No promises it'll be yours, but it's better than not retweeting. For more information about this podcast, the characters, our social media details, and other ways to support us, check out our site, redgateandwolf.com. And if you haven't already, hit the follow or notification button on your favorite podcasting app. A quick shout out to The Other Place. They're a creepy podcast on the edge between horror and fantasy, but is still family friendly. You can listen to their trailer after I've finished speaking. And speaking of my speaking, I'm really sorry, but I'm a bit sick, so I hope you can forgive me for that. Well, I think that's it. All that's left to say is thanks for listening. Hello. And welcome to the other place. The land of Fenrain has been on the brink of doom for years. Necromancers and the dead are rising on the edges of society, threatening life and peace across the land. Deep in the shadows, others try to unearth secret knowledge and unspeakable power. In season two, we follow Roberto, Talana, and Teco as they journey from Gilder, fighting the dead on a mission to stop a powerful evil. So he's just lunging at the first one there. He pulls out the weapon, gets in both hands, rushes at the first thing, and then kind of leap, jump, stabs it. That way it can't get a chance to dodge out of the way. And he goes, freeze frame! And like ice crystals just form over the undead creature. And Takoa like twists his trident in it and it just shatters. So I come charging in. I have this great axe. So I use both my hands and I take it over my head and I chop it down, screaming, die thing! Technically it's already undead. (laughs) And as it smashes into the blade, it's going to bounce off and make sparks on the ground. Whoa! He puffs up his big rabbit cheeks and blows through his teeth, and he gets his loot and brings it down to the the chair right up to it, and he starts playing. And he starts going back into his mind. He wants to go into the other side, wants to go where his ancestors are. The notes from the loot echo back, and Tekoa hears them taking on a different sort of resonance. Little crystals of ice and frost begin to form around Roberto's feet. When Roberto opens his eyes, the river stretches out on all sides. Wow, it never seems to not amaze me every time I come here. Join us for the newest season of The Other Place, wherever you get your podcasts.
My God, I thought he was taking his pants off. <laughs>